Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. One quick message before I start the show. You can find all the links and resources for this episode by visiting the show notes on rickyrichards.com. I also want to thank you ahead of time for listening to the podcast. It's a pleasure to produce and I'd love to share my passion for podcasting with more people. So if you enjoy this show, please help me spread the word either by subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher or sharing this episode. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Ricky Richards Represents, the show where I talk tips of success with leading figures of creativity and innovation. I want to be rich. The word rich can be interpreted in multiple ways. There's the kind of rich that involves making money, and there's the kind of rich which suggests that you live a happy and fulfilled life. Needless to say, I, like many of you, want to be rich in every which way. On the podcast today, I wanted to give you something that is highly strategic and incredibly practical in its application. Before I tell you my secret, however, it's important to define what I consider rich to be, because it's going to differ for everyone. My interpretation of rich is creative freedom, to not have to worry about money, to not have to work for someone else, to work on what I find interesting and to hopefully inspire others to do the same. That's been my goal since the day I left uni and it still is to this day. Over time I've discovered that the beauty of youth is that we tend to have high levels of enthusiasm and self-belief. We're unaware of what once was and hence we tend to look at life with boundless optimism. We know nothing of a better time. We are relatively content in the circumstances that are before us and avoid the advice of our elders with unashamed defiance. I was no exception to this and upon leaving uni I went to London with no money, only a desire to be at the very top of my industry. In my quest however, I kept receiving a reoccurring piece of advice from those I consider to be my mentors and the more experience I get, the more their advice to remain patient has made sense to me. When I first arrived in London, I acted instinctively I had no plan beyond a month, but as I studied my craft and those of adjacent industries such as tech and marketing, I began to possess a way of thinking that had a more long-term perspective, and I uncovered a strategy that I believe is a simple blueprint when it comes to accumulating money and living a rich life. The template consists of three distinct categories, which I call the three Ps. The first is prospects, the second product, and the third is passive. So let me start with prospects. Prospects refer to the level of credibility that you're able to accumulate for a given skill. In my case, the skill I was pursuing was a combination of design and advertising. I won my first logo competition at the age of 14. By 18, I had regular clients. When graduating, I had as much freelance work in my portfolio as most professionals. A year and a half into my time in London, I'd worked for three of the most notable advertising agencies. 
I'd won an award. I'd worked for some of the biggest and most well-known brands. In short, unknowingly at the time, I'd amassed quite high prospects for myself. Enough of me blowing my own trumpet, however. What you don't know is that in order to achieve this, I had to work past midnight several days a week for years. I can count on one hand the amount of times I've been out in London, despite living there for five years. I've never once watched TV in that time, and I couldn't tell you a single new music artist. All I've done is graft. For most people, this is where the journey ends. Once they have high levels of prospects, they tend to become quite content. The money you earn is enough to sustain a better than average life, and so the cycle starts. As money increases, lifestyles inflate, and so do expenses. This is where many people end up living paycheck to paycheck in a perpetual cycle, never questioning if there may be a better way. The way people often try and fight against this is by starting their own businesses. However, one of the first realisations I had after attempting to start my own agency was that service-based businesses are as much as a treadmill as employment. First, in running a service-based business, you'll do arguably more work for often far less money than the people you employ. It becomes your responsibility to find clients, and upon finishing a project, you'll spend a good portion of the profit you just accrued in finding new clients. And that's without considering the motivation of employees, hiring new staff, the list of responsibilities goes through the roof, but the compensation in most cases doesn't. According to John Halkin's book, The Creative Economy, more than 90% of the creative industry's businesses have less than four employees. That equates to a whole lot of additional stress with likely very little reward. Despite all my negative criticism of the career ladder and the pitfalls of starting your own business, it's still nevertheless extremely admirable and desirable to accrue high levels of credibility and prospects. Firstly, because along the way, you will learn what the highs and lows of the industry you work in are, and you will learn invaluable life skills that you can apply for the rest of your life. Finally, you'll also acquire a skill that can be used to be sure you'll never live a life of poverty. To sum up, the prospect portion of life is a safety net, and even if you master all three tiers, it will always make sense to continue to bolster the foundations in the prospect phase of this plan. The second tier is product or productization, and it refers to how you're going to turn your expertise into something you can sell for considerably more than your day rate. By productizing your offering, you turn it into something you can sell multiple times, and hence, you introduce the beautiful effect of extrapolation by numbers. As a small example, for many years I've been paid to come up with ideas for clients. My day rate is £400 a day. If, however, I productise my expertise by offering workshops to help other people come up with ideas, I can charge attendees £150 a day. And even if I only get 10 people, I can make up to £1,500 minus expenses. As you can see, with this method, it's possible to make what a lot of people earn in a month in just a few days. However, to achieve this, it first requires that you've got a good enough track record and a large enough following that people are prepared to attend in the first place. Basically, this second tier only becomes viable once you have clearly demonstrated your ability in the prospects phase by accumulating high levels of career capital. The example I have given is a workshop because that relates to what I do. However, it could be anything. A famous musician, for example, may put on an intimate gig and charge £30 a ticket and get a 1,000 people turn up which equates to £30,000 a night minus expenses. Again, this only works because they've put in the hard work in the prospect phase. How many musicians can get a 1,000 people to attend a gig? The answer is only the best. So how does this make you rich? Well, the financial benefits speak for themselves. 
but it's only once you feel the benefits of helping others and seeing others flourish because of your contributions and the network of close bonds you create and the pride that comes with being a leader of people that you'll come to appreciate the other enriching qualities of this second phase. Also worth mentioning are the benefits that being able to earn money quickly opens up to you. The best creatives in the world don't have to worry about going to work and that frees them up to craft their next piece of great work. How much easier would it be to create things of genuine self-expression and value if you didn't need to sacrifice 40 hours per week to employment? Though it will take time, often many years, getting to a stage where you can accrue a yearly salary capable of living off in a quarter of the time it would take you now is genuinely an achievable goal, one that will open you up to work on passion projects to your heart's content, which I believe is a goal worthy of aspiring for. Despite how great the second phase is, there is one downside to this structure, which is that it still requires your active involvement. Your success is dependent on your presence, and not everyone feels comfortable playing the leadership role, which is where the third tier comes into play. The passive tier refers to projects that you can create that once complete are capable of earning you money without your active participation. There's no better feeling than waking up slightly richer, no matter how little you make. These kinds of projects are extremely difficult to come by, but over the course of a lifetime, opportunities will arise that make sense. The first passive project I ever created was by accident. After putting up a free vector file online of a font I had made while at university, I was sent an email by a friend who had noticed that it had been used for Paris Hilton's new single called Good Times. On that small 15cm squared CD cover, she'd managed to get her face on it six times. The ultimate showcase in Vanity, accompanied by my font clearly not the highlight of my creative career. Nevertheless, I decided I should turn it into a usable font for sale. I outsourced the making of the vector file into a real font for £100, and because of the popularity of the font, in less than two years I'd accrued nearly £2,000 in online sales, without doing anything other than creating the font in the first place. This is what opened my eyes to this way of creating income, but it has since been a determining factor as to what projects I decide to work on in my spare time. Again, the insights I accrued while working in the prospects phase have become my greatest source of inspiration for projects that I could create that fit the criteria for passive projects. Passive projects done right solve problems. They should create more value for people than it costs them to buy it. Another example of this is a project that I'm soon to release called the Creative Catalogue, and it aims to aid creatives in justifying ideas, finding source material, and writing pitch decks all things that I found to be a relative headache I face while working as a creative in advertising. My background will give me enough credibility to show others that I'm well versed in the struggles that they too face, and it will undoubtedly act in my favour when it comes to encouraging people to sign up to the resource I've created. Be warned, however, that passive projects often require inordinate amounts of upfront work, with little to no guarantee of success. When it works out, it can provide a steady stream of income, with little to no upkeep which then allows you to focus on what's most important to you, be that the freedom for creative expression, as in my case, or 10 hours of Xbox, whatever you consider a rich life to consist of for you. I would never normally go into as much detail as to my strategy. I've no doubt that there are other approaches that may be more lucrative and right for you. But the reason I did this is because I believe that most creative people are in a fortunate position to have the skills to put these thoughts into action. Obviously, I can tell you this, and I fully expect many of you to be too impatient to follow it as I was when I left university, but the trick is having a long-term perspective, to be patient for the right opportunities and the perseverance in making them happen when they do arise. I hope this podcast has gone some way to guide your plans in the future 
And do let me know if you implement these into your own life. I'd love to hear your stories. Until next time, thank you for listening to the podcast. Keep creating and bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to subscribe and share. As a final parting word from me, I'd like to invite you all to an ongoing project called the Move Me mailing list. The Move Me mailing list includes links to all the interesting things I've uncovered that month, as well as resources I've discovered and insights that I believe will move you forward. So join the thousand plus early adopters who've joined the list already and see what all the fuss is about. Finally, wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a great week and see you next time for another episode. Bye for now. Today's episode was sponsored by Phoby.com, helping people of all ages to unlock their creative potential. To find out more about Phoby's events and what they can do for you, visit Phoby.com. That's F-O-B-I.com. Phoby, full of bright ideas. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.